0: Hey guys, what's happening? Welcome to the Create Me Podcast with your host Aikah Headlam. This is going to be episode 46 with visual artist Gemma and I had a really cool catch up with Gemma at the Nightmare Room Studios, but kind of covered a lot of interesting topics. So yeah, I hope you guys enjoy our chat and I'll catch up with you at the end. Alright, bye for now. Hello and welcome to the Create Me Podcast. This is going to be episode 46 and um, it's going to be with local visual artist. Her name is Gemma Hare. Welcome to the podcast Gemma. Thank
1: you very much. So um,
0: thanks for coming on. Yeah, you know.
1: Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy
0: New Year to you as well. Um, did you have a good Christmas?
1: Yeah, it was quite quiet but okay. yeah, That's yeah. quite glad to be back too. Okay. too.
0: Yeah, because we just kind of, um, I'm guessing you probably came back to work this week because you yeah. like, you were your teacher also like part time. Yeah, it
1: was Monday of Oh, okay. So. All right. Yes,
0: that sounds like... So it's got, like, the whole two weeks off and... Yeah. Yeah, that sounds, no, that sounds really good. And, yeah, um, I think, you know, just for, like, our listeners, like, like every episode of the podcast is kind of like... Just to give listeners a little bit of a bio about yourself and your creative practice.
1: Okay, well, I studied at Edinburgh College of Art um, and I've got a degree in drawing and painting from there. And I graduated in 2005, but after that, I went away and did teacher training. So I didn't really do any of my own um, drawing and paintings from then. It was only when I worked with the children yeah. that I was actually doing any creative work. Okay. Um, and then about November 2017... I just decided that this was going to be it. I'm oh, going yeah. to start painting again. Yeah. Um, and I went along to the life drawing at, at Brewdog. It's Noodles that run it. Oh, okay. And yeah. I just started drawing again, yeah. and I got really inspired by that. Mm-hmm. And it just really happened again from there. Okay. And I began painting and trying to get into mm-hmm. exhibitions yeah. and just... I created an Instagram account, I think it was quite late in the day for that, but I didn't have one and I found that quite inspiring as well. And um, I've always really painted abstract, but um, the last year I've developed my style and I've started um, looking at, as well as the kind of abstract background, um, I've now got like bees or insects as a focal point in my work
0: yeah and where do you think that kind of came from the kind of interest in like insects
1: well it's quite strange because it's something I wasn't really interested in and then it was from social media I was seeing a lot and in the news and on tv about bees and you know what's happening and environmental issues and saving the bees and I just started reading about it and looking at pictures of them and realised that how fascinating they were. Yeah. And then I just thought, right, I've got this painting, an abstract painting, and it wasn't quite finished and I didn't so I thought I'll just stick a B on it. Okay. And then I worked it into oh, yeah. it and I was like, yeah, I quite like that. Oh, yeah. And then it developed from there. Yeah. And I become really fascinated by them and yeah. And then after a while Quite a lot of bees later <laughs> uh, I decided to look at different insects as yeah. well
0: I saw so, like, on your Instagram feed It's like lady ladybirds as well Yeah,
1: yeah. And I've got some butterflies And I actually just finished a dragonfly today
0: Oh yeah, I saw that, that Yeah, saw that it, cool. was, it yeah. was quite
1: challenging But okay. I think it's important for me Because I can get quite bored mm-hmm. Quite easily And I find that at art college In third and fourth year I really quite struggled towards the end okay. So I want to keep it Challenging myself and making yeah. it interesting, yeah. so that I can keep.
0: So, going what, with it. Oh, sorry, sorry to interrupt you. Um, so, sorry. what kind of made you? Like, I guess the opportunity. How did that come about to go and study in Edinburgh instead of like great School of Art in Um I
1: don't know. I'd always had my heart set on going slightly further afield. Okay. I think socially, I didn't. There, there were quite a lot of issues at school, and like a lot of mental health. Kind of difficulties yeah. and I kind of wanted to be far far away without being ridiculously far away yeah. so that was why I went there and um, I went in 2000 and actually did a foundation course at Leith School of Art mm-hmm. and then I couldn't decide where I wanted to go and looked at all the art colleges again and then decided I wanted to stay in Edinburgh yeah. so that was where I decided um, and I've always been more into kind of 2D work. I really can't work in three dimensions. So that was why I went into painting and then printmaking as an elective. So I'm quite interested in printing process and texture. And
0: when you started, so how many years was you in Edinburgh before then?
1: Well, I was there for for five years. And then I went away to Canada for nine months um, and worked there. And then I came back and did a year's teacher training and then moved to Elgin after that.
0: Okay. And how did you find the kind of creative scene in Edinburgh when you were studying?
1: I found it. It was amazing. It was really inspiring. Um, I mean, it wasn't really that long ago, but there was not really social media like there is just now and the connections that you can make. Mm -hmm. But I found through the art college, you know, there were so many links and... It was. It was. There was a lot going on, and I struggled when I started painting again in Aberdeen because I just felt I don't have a clue what's going on here. Where to start, yeah, in, uh, yeah. I did find it. So it's been a lot, mainly through social media, that I've managed to find out about things. Okay. But I still feel, you know, I would like to, you know, hopefully when I promote myself more yeah. and continue with my work. You know, I'll be able to be involved in more things too. Yeah,
0: and like growing up, like what was your kind of like creative influences? Was your parents very kind of creative? Was that that kind of inspire you?
1: Well, not not particularly. I mean, my dad's a hairdresser, so there is he is creative, yeah. and I did always, you know, s- style wise, he always liked to be a bit different, mm-hmm. and it was the same as me growing up. But my parents. They supported me to do what, you know, what I chose. Um, I wouldn't say necessarily there was a lot of kind of creative things, but I I always liked to draw and make things growing up. And it was just, I don't really know. It just kind of happened and then at school Mm -hmm. it was what I was most interested in. So that's why I followed that path. And also I did want want to consider teaching but I knew if I did the degree in drawing and painting then I could always do teaching as well and sometimes I think you know I wish I hadn't gone down that road and you know my career as an artist would be much further on and you know I'd be more established but in a way I quite like having the stability of Mm -hmm. a job like you know I kind of regular income and it is something I'm very passionate about. Yeah. And I do really enjoy it although yeah. I find, you know, it takes a lot of time away, you know, from you, my like, new creative practice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think being part time, you know, I do I do manage to do okay. some things. But yeah. it is mainly
0: evenings. Yeah. I think this is a conversation I had with someone earlier, um not even recorded chat, but this morning. And talking about um, how, like you know, most kind of people, you know, that I've that I've known or interviewed, have that kind of creative pursuits, still have the grounded in a very fixed job Mm -hmm. with a pension and stuff. Yeah, I think that's the thing that I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think it's still to be quite grounded and actually. Mm -hmm. I guess it's that kind of probably generational thing of like our parents would be like yeah. very practical when that you know, something to lean back on. But it's equally this is something you enjoy, you're teaching young people mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. And what's the kind of age group you're all teaching at school?
1: Well, it's the school I work in is children with complex needs okay. and it's age three to eighteen. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's from nursery all the yeah. way to S six. Right. So yeah, there's quite there are there's a, there's a lot of opportunity to be creative and inspire, you know, the children to be creative yeah. as well. So I think, you know, I think that does help and it motivates me as well. Yeah.
0: So that's one of your kind of, part of your your motivations, obviously, in your job. But what, what else do you personally kind of motivates you to do what you do, like, in terms of your creativity at the moment?
1: I think, I think it's, I think the more I paint, the more I I get excited about mm-hmm. it and I I really don't know why I started again. I just decided yeah. and then I think, you know, I'll go somewhere and I'll see something and it could be something quite insignificant, but or, I'll, or I will be looking on things like Instagram and yeah. see something and I'll just, you know, it'll make me decide to do, you know, go down a, a different route mm-hmm. or add to something that maybe yeah. I hadn't thought of before.
0: Yeah. So the years that you weren't kind of doing your own thing was that this model, was full time at work as well. Yeah,
1: I did. Um, I did teach art oh, yeah. in primary schools okay. for a while, but to be honest, I find I didn't find it that enjoyable. Okay, just quite, I guess, repetitive. Mm-hmm. And but I did enjoy quite often, you know, the creative process of thinking up the ideas for the lessons and yeah, things like that. Yeah. But. I don't know, it just wasn't I much prefer, you know, teaching all the mm-hmm. subjects.
0: So I guess in from when you was kind of full time and you were teaching, was it from like a kind of the standardized kind of curriculum? So was that the kind of repetitive feeling about it? Is this that I think
1: it's when I think I quite like having one class and building a relationship with yeah. them, but yeah. when you're teaching like a specialist subject, yeah. you've got lots of different classes one after the other. Yeah. And I don't think you can build up the relationship with the children I think that's it maybe wasn't that it was art I was teaching it was the fact that it wasn't one group of children yeah. that you can kind of you know get to know I yeah, suppose yeah
0: yeah and you mentioned about okay coming a bit late into the game on like social media yeah <laughs> and Instagram so when did you sign up to Instagram
1: um maybe
0: a year ago oh okay and you find that definitely beneficial in terms of like Getting recognition from your work and also connecting with the wider yeah, I, fi- I find
1: for creating for connecting with yeah. the with other artists and just seeing what other people are doing and you know just what there is out there mm-hmm. um, and that's how I find you know some of my stockists for okay. my work yeah. and galleries and yeah. you know I find it quite interesting to follow them to see what's happening yeah i think that's
0: one big thing that definitely comes up on the podcast about um social media and how it's kind of like you know it can be used as a positive tool Mm -hmm. i definitely recognize like in aberdeen like um with all the kind of creative communities kind of like the online thing where everyone kind of follows each other and supports each other that's kind of really cool to see and stuff like that and i guess like you're kind of dipping your toes into that and seeing that and like i said you know it does with that kind of it says, does that kind of inspire you to keep going and keep pushing yourself?
1: Yeah, I think so. And, well, that's how I found out about this podcast yeah. as well. It must have just come up, mm-hmm. suggested for you. Yeah. And then you have a look and decide whether, you know, you're going to follow them yeah. and find out about them. So. Yeah,
0: yeah. I think, yeah, cause I think, like, with the podcast, it's probably just about um, trying to kind of highlight all the positive things that kind of happen in Aberdeen. Even, like, you know, like all the creatives including like yourself you're very much a part of that now <laughs> you know like that creative community and it's probably about you know highlighting that um to the rest of scotland and further afield but also for people here to support each other yeah as well and i think like um okay you you know you was away like in edinburgh for like five years and then when you came back to aberdeen cause you're originally from elgin aren't you yeah did you notice a kind of change happening a bit when you kind of moved Well, I'd never
1: been really to Aberdeen yeah. that often mm-hmm. before. It was just kind of maybe to come shopping yeah. or something. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't really know what it was like previously, mm-hmm. but I did find it quite hard to like, unpick, you know, yeah. what's going on. Mm-hmm. But I do think there's a lot more um, now with the new art and, you know, you can see there's yeah. a lot more around Visible yeah. around the yeah. streets, oh, and I think you know I think it makes a big difference, mm-hmm. and people get quite excited about it. People yeah. who maybe wouldn't have been you know tend to go into a gallery mm-hmm. or something like that. it yeah. makes it so much more accessible
0: absolutely, I definitely absolutely agree with you, and you know you did kind of mention about um you kind of exhibiting to exhibit your work. Yeah. have you been able to do that since kind of actually creating now?
1: yeah I have yeah I've exhibited locally um Elgin and Fintorn and Edinburgh quite a lot I yeah. feel Edinburghs I kind of know Edinburgh but yeah. although it's changed a lot yeah. um I kind of know a bit about it okay. but I'm just I, I do feel I'm still finding my feet oh, and okay. which direction I want to go yeah and then I started a lot of people had asked, about prints and things and it's something I've always been a bit like, you know, art college, oh no, that's, you know, <laughs> something not to do. Why, why was that? Why I don't know, I think, <laughs> I think, it's like a kind of selling out type thing. Oh, okay. But then I think you realise, maybe mature a bit and realise that, you know, people, there's a different market that yeah. you can tap into and, yeah. I mean, I'm the same, I don't want, I don't have the money to spend <laughs> on lots of art yeah. and, you know, if, if people want to buy, obviously it needs to be a decent quality yeah. and whatever. So I, I went into that kind of, I think, summertime and then it's kind of, I don't know, I was speaking to someone I work with and she went to art college and a teacher now and we were just saying, you know, how it's it's a bit of a fine line, you know, where where'd you go where <laughs> and I think she actually described me to her daughter as a Stephen Brown type and that just that really freaked me out. <laughs> um but <laughs> because I've now got mugs and uh, yeah. you know th- things like that. Yeah. Um T shirts, mm-hmm. cards. Yeah. But I think people people have responded really well to it and mm-hmm. especially at Christmas time. Yeah. You know it, there were a lot of sales, it's just whether it's, you know, sustainable to yeah. for the amount of work it is mm-hmm. and, you know, for the money yeah. that comes in from it.
0: And I guess as well, like, um, you know, this is like you you put your time and effort into this and also like you have a family as well. Yeah. And how do you kinda of compare that obviously the experience some like um art colleges, like things would be frowned upon to actually, like you say, now being someone's like who's grown up and being like, well actually if people are kind of asking for this and, like, I yeah. need to make an income, how do you kind of balance that with you, like, internal? Is that a bit of an internal battle? I know,
1: it is. I'm fortunate just now that I've, you know, I've got an income from teaching. Yeah. But if I didn't have that, you know, it it would be, I think, more of a gamble because, mm-hmm. you know, I don't want, I wouldn't be wanting to spend too much money, you know. Yeah. there And there there is a big outlay on certain things, but mm-hmm. as... painting I guess it's more the time that you're putting into it as well as the materials Mm -hmm. but I think it's just a balance Mm. and it's just knowing where to you know where to market yourself how much to market yourself
0: yeah no absolutely I definitely agree I think like um I always kind of get that kind of bit of myself a bit like you know do I kind of push a bit more and Mm. stuff or do I kind of hold back a bit and yeah, it's I kind
1: work. of get carried away and get very excited
0: yeah. <laughs> about, like, coasters and things. <laughs> but um, I think that's a good thing, because if, like, you know, you enjoy producing your work, yeah, I think it's, it's good to have ownership on that and say, well, this is what I enjoy doing and stuff like that. And I think once that, kind of come, that can even come across on social media platforms, and people kind of get it, and people kind of get what you're about. And I think, like, for what you're saying, like, you know, this a year ago, you started going back on, like, well, using social media. And I guess you've kind of found that almost, that must be quite positive then for you, that taking that avenue using social media and almost kind of like a platform for making sales and stuff as well, i would assume. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It is, I do find it quite frustrating sometimes though, because, you know, there's things that are not to my taste and they seem to be really popular and it really (laughs) annoys me. And then, you know, people who you can tell are really creative and have put, work and have got great ideas and you know it's hard <laughs>
0: yeah it is I, I think it's definitely i think it's almost like um with that whole social media thing i think it can, it can get easily drawn into the, the likes and the comments and the clicks and all that stuff and the stats but then i think like as long as you this is my personal view as long as you are passionate about what you're doing and you really enjoy what you're doing none of that really kind of matters i guess you need people to yeah. engage with it. But and then like I think if I get if I got caught up within the whole soul stats kind of thing, and Definitely. actually how many people are clicking on liking my stuff, then I'm just gonna be probably more as can turn can easily turn into an kind of uh, online addiction. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, Honestly, I know what you mean. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think for me, it's great when people are positive mm-hmm. about it. But at the end of the day, I would like it to be a career. Yeah. And it's really how. You know, have a drive that forward. Yeah, yeah. And um, I guess at the end of the day, sales are important. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, definitely. And I guess, like, you know, before, I think that the rules have kind of changed, you know, it was the kind of, like, a career thing, like, before the whole social media thing, I think there's more of the thing about actually going out, meeting people, networking. And the social media platforms allow that, but it's still, I still think it's very much important when, like, to, especially, like, in Aberdeen or anywhere else in the UK, actually getting yourself seen, like uh, you know, seeing people and, and speaking to people that can actually help you and stuff like yeah. that yeah i think this is one thing that we I, don't, I think we don't really highlight enough of especially like the yeah the think kind of creative so. community in northeast about you know there's, there's loads of things happening but then you can kind of, you know about it if you follow one person and stuff like that yeah you know so yeah
1: it is sometimes yeah. you do uh, find out like through people that something's happening and yeah or I know. you just end up
0: missing the date, because like, wouldn't that happen? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know. Or
1: people are at some kind of fair, and yeah. like, oh, I would have liked to do that, yeah. but I don't know anything about it. Yeah. But I feel I'm getting to know a bit more. I've done like a few fairs and things, and I actually okay. find it, I mean, some of them were not great at all, but some of them it's quite interesting to talk to, have you know, other there. people. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. So how many fairs have you done now, well?
1: Well, I've done a vari- a wide variety, really, mm-hmm. um, over Christmas kind of period. Yeah. Probably about ten. Okay, that's really busy. Yeah, year. I was yeah. doing quite a lot, but I think next year I'll be more picky about oh, okay. where I go. Um, I mean, I was doing a variety of like school yeah. fairs, Ministry of Crafts, mm-hmm. and I've joined Focus, okay. which is doing Aberdeenshire. Yeah. Um and. Yes, yeah, some of them are great and you could just talk to either people there or people, you know, other creators as well. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's quite inspiring. And
0: It's good. I guess it's kind of good to kind of join those opportunities to actually speak to other creative people. Because I think like for what you probably do is a very solitary process. Yes. So it probably must be amazing to be like, okay, this feels like, you know... I can speak to someone and then like they go through the same thing with me and yeah. stuff like that so you can kind of having that common ground with someone
1: yeah Yeah. I think so it's quite It's. I do find painting quite therapeutic though okay. it's like time on my own that's yeah. like the only <laughs> you know I can just Zone close the door and then, and yeah. yeah so I do like that
0: okay
1: whereas I think at art college I find it quite lonely because yeah. it was a kind of all day you know yeah and sometimes if you didn't know what you were do- doing or you felt a bit stuck with something no. it was just so frustrating oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and like for yourself this year did you do like any new year's resolutions do you ever do any of that no i don't <laughs> <laughs> no okay. you just kind of like just go with the flow and say like i'm just gonna create and just do my thing yeah, yeah. i
1: have not i've not really thought of any oh okay well, what about yourself
0: me um yeah actually, this is this is one thing yeah like um I was saying to someone earlier today as well, the same person I was speaking to is like, um, that I didn't do New Year's resolution and I just kind of written down a list of things and put it in the envelope and just put it in the book and just through it in the cupboard. Okay. So then I'm gonna like, you know, hopefully I won't throw it away or put it to a charity shop. You know, I remember <laughs> that the envelopes in there and stuff. And this is kind of a few kind of like wishes or something, you know, or hopes for the year. You know because 'cause we're at the only start of the year and thinking like, of, well, these are things I kinda of put down the like, you know, the aspirations and stuff or goals and kind of forgotten some of them. Those five things I've written down and okay. I've already forgotten. That's actually really bad. Which is probably actually good, so I do have to keep focusing on have to do this by this time and stuff, you know, so... So
1: do you open them at the end of
0: the year? Yeah, end of the year, Um, I'll do it. I'll walk on and open that thing and, you know, to be like, oh, did that happen? If it didn't happen, But be like, oh, okay, I can't believe I wrote that, you know. Mm-hmm. like. But it's just kind of a cool thing, I think, to look back something on. Yeah, yeah, something, so. yeah, absolutely different. So... Do you kind of have any plans for kind of are there any kind of exhibitions up and come with you?
1: Yeah, so, I'm. Well, I'm in the process of organising. It's quite last minute for next month um, okay. in Dundee, All right. and I'm hoping there'll be. Well, I've got one in the summer mm-hmm. at Fintorn, Okay. but I'm hoping there'll, there'll be some more yeah. as well. Yeah. But it's just, I guess keeping on promoting and networking
0: yeah. and do you have a website as well do yes you? I yeah. do and what's
1: the it's com. ok
0: and on Instagram
1: it's at ghairartist ok Art, or it's just Gemma Hair Yeah, Artist. and
0: are you on Facebook as well yeah ok alright cool um, well thank you Gemma, thank you very much on. yeah thank you for coming on for a chat and for the podcast I really appreciate it and wish you all the best for the rest of the year maybe you come back on Got any up and coming things coming on okay. later in the year? That'd be really cool to catch up with you. There okay, thank you now. very much. No, no worries. Is that episode 46 of the podcast? Hope you guys enjoy and we'll catch up with you soon. All right, take care for now. Bye. So, yeah, I'm back again, and that was episode 46 with Gemma here thanks again Gemma for coming on the podcast and sharing your creative journey um, with us really enjoyed catching up with you and I hope you guys enjoyed our chat Um, I'm going to put some links um, where you can check out Gemma's work in the episode description so give her a follow and a like and support local creatives when you can And moving forward, episode 46, 46, episode 47 um, is going to be with Callum Barrick. He's an architectural designer based in Aberdeen. He's done a lot of cool projects in Aberdeen, Aberdeenshire and further afield. So I think you guys will really enjoy that chat when it comes out next week, Monday. So yeah, man, I'll catch up with you guys soon and take care for now.